there. Hello, and welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Rachel. And together we are the Soulmates, because we're roommates. And this is about Korean stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are so creative and make up names. Zero lesbians. (laughs) Or are we? Da-da-da! So on this podcast, it's going to be pretty fun because Rachel and I are trying a whole bunch of different snacks that look kind of weird. So you only have to hear us eat, not watch us eat. Because that is just gross. Because that would be really gross. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to review some some snacks I picked up at our local Asian market. I have some Japanese stuff, some Korean stuff, and some Chinese stuff. So a nice variety. Woo! But first... We watched a drama. A K-drama. We dipped our toe back into the Korean drama water. And it was the exact same experience I had as before. <laughs> oh my god. The exact same. <laughs> okay, so I had to convince Emily to watch this one because she didn't want to watch this one. Uh, but I liked it. I liked the first episode. I'd watch it if I had time. Yeah. So the title of the Korean drama is I Remember You, and I was lazy so I didn't look up the Hangul for this, but I remember you. So the synopsis of this one is, when a serial killer strikes women who all have a similar appearance, the police department's special crime investigation team is stumped. While Cha Jian, an elite detective and her fellow colleagues are assessing the latest crime scene, the mysterious Lee Hyun shows up and instantly assesses the trademark attributes of the killer. Hyun is a genius criminal profiler, thinks Sherlock, with a degree in criminal psychology who received an anonymous email that brought him to the crime scene all the way from the United States. The serial killer seems to be sending a personal message to Hyun with the clues he leaves behind, and Hyun wonders if it could be related to an escaped criminal, quote-unquote, monster from his childhood who killed his father and was responsible for the disappearance of his younger brother. Jian has known Hyun since childhood and is ecstatic to see her childhood crush again, but Hyun doesn't seem to remember her. With no leads to capture the serial killer, Jian and her colleagues solicit Hyun's help. Can Hyun and Jian solve the case and find answers to their pasts? That pretty much sums up the entire first episode, actually. Yeah. But the thing I felt about this after we watched it, I did like it a little more than Blood, but it had too many too many elements to the story. I think it would have been really good just focusing on this Sherlock guy and the serial killer and the cops that he's helping. That would have been really cool. But throwing in the fact that this like boy genius was this girl's childhood crush confused the hell out of me. <laughs> and it kept showing flashbacks of her basically stalking him. Yeah. It was very weird. So this doesn't surprise me because most Korean dramas that I've seen have this kind of like multiple intertwining plots that happen throughout the season. And it's just because like if you've ever watched a Korean drama, you know that just one episode is a full solid hour and so much happens in that hour that it's like watching three See, like, one season of a K-drama is, like, three seasons of, like, a normal, what you would think of a normal television drama show. Yeah. So it's definitely a South Korean thing in their dramas that they're like that. I don't know. I guess I just prefer Japanese dramas. 
I, I feel like somehow they're less complicated and they're less trying to throw it in your face, I guess. Huh. Uh, well, we'll have to watch one next week, then. We should watch my favorite J-drama of all time, Ikemen Idol. It's about three girls who cross-dress to try to get idol jobs. And it's really cool and fun. And I might convince Rachel to watch it. I've seen it, like, twice now. I'm interested. Yeah, so... Coming to you soon, but back to I Remember You. <laughs> yes. So I really like this, too, because of the Sherlock-esque character, but he's different in the way that, like, Sherlock is always kind of like a weird, like, kind of off character. There's, like, this whole flashback, which Emily probably hated, but... Yes, a flashback in the first episode. How ingenious. <laughs> it was a really, really long flashback of basically Hyun's father basically thinking that Hyun was, like, a monster. Like, comparing... Comparing him to the serial killer he was questioning because he's a police officer, I think. Yeah, he thought his child was a sociopath, and I, you actually do feel quite a bit of empathy for the kid because you can tell that he feels that his father doesn't trust him very much. Yeah, and, like, you almost start to believe it, too, when you're watching it because, you know, they frame it in such a way that it looks like all this evidence that this kid is like the serial killer that's being interviewed and he has all those traits quote-unquote of yeah. a sociopath but like, none of it's proven yeah he like doesn't fit in and his father thinks he kills like a neighborhood cat but yeah. he says that he found it dead and stuff like that and just creepy things like the, the child just kind of stares at you without blinking just, just yeah. a creepy vibe but it's framed that way because i guess it's from the dad's point of view yeah Because, I mean, you can tell that the guy, like, is obviously extremely smart, and with extremely smart people, they do sometimes act a little bit differently. Yeah, I think it was from the dad's perspective that the kid was being creepy, because there is one part where the dad is, like, trying to protect society by keeping his son locked up in a basement, basically. That was that was That was so... Like, I was like, now the dad is the monster, because I was like, can't you tell? Because, like, the, the little boy who's, like, the actor for this just, like, looked like he was about to cry. I'm like, can't you tell that your son feels terrible about this? Like, wants to cry because you're shutting him away from the world? Yeah, I thought that was really extreme. Yeah. It like, was very sad for me. I was like, precious baby. <laughs> yeah, the kid was pretty cute. Yeah. So, there was a, yeah, that was a gigantic flashback that... Happened in the first episode that was, like, what, 30 minutes long? More? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I watched the whole episode. I know. They should have just started with that, wouldn't you think? Yeah, they could have done it that way. I don't know. I think it would have created more suspense. Yeah. Like, you start off with, like, the little kid staring at the cat grave with some eerie music. Yeah, that would have been pretty creepy. <laughs> okay, this show is about a serial killer. Yes, yes, yes. This yes. is CSI Miami, yes. okay? <laughs> who, who throwed some shade at CSI Miami? Fuck that show. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. But, like, okay, so, like, with all career jobs, like, it has this very serious element, but then also there's, like, the comedy element of, of them being, like, tricked by... The guy, Hyun, and then also the girl acting crazy because she basically stalked him from yeah. a young age. And she's like, you don't, you don't remember me? <laughs> like, yeah. that was a little bit intense for And me. she was wearing, like, ripped jeans on the job. You're supposed to be a detective, and she's wearing, like, yeah. like ripped jeans and high heels. Girl. 
Maybe it's different in South Korea. I don't think... I think they dress more professionally than that. South Korea is pretty conservative. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do they? <laughs> Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Educate us. Please. <laughs> <laughs> we don't personally know any uh, detectives in South Korea. Or any detectives here. Yeah. I do know a police officer, though. But Ooh, he's not I... a detective. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right. He wouldn't look good in ripped jeans, though. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine like like Elliot Stabler in ripped jeans. <laughs> he would look good. He's pretty hunky. He is hunky, but it would look so out of character for his character. Yeah, like like a tight tank top and ripped jeans. Just... <laughs> uh, no. 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 So, do you think this show accurately portrayed? Some sort of sociopath with the the guy who was playing like the the main villain, I guess. Yeah. Um. So something I found pretty interesting about South Korean dramas is that they actually just like portray villains um pretty well. Like um you could tell that um in another Korean drama that I've watched, the villain was an abusive father. Oh. Yeah, so that one, that one, that one's about where they, like, both ha- have lost their memories or whatever. Anyways, um... Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all very simple. Yes. Uh, that, that was, that was an intense and confusing one. Um, but they portray the characters, so, like, you know, villains are usually not one-dimensional. I felt like they could have done more. They might do more with the season, because we only watched the first episode with that character, to make him more, you know... I mean, he wasn't full-on Hannibal Lecter, but he was pretty creepy. Yeah, he was pretty creepy. Yeah, and, I don't know, I was, I bet once the season goes on, you find out more about him. But I can't imagine, I really hope they got a different actor to play him, because he would look a lot older. Mmm, that's, mm. Okay, get him some <laughs> Sometimes. Just, get him some just for men. Get a little gray around the ears. Yeah, sometimes they're just like, yeah, this is the person in high school, and it's the same actor actress who was supposed to be like a 40-year-old, just like in different clothing. Mm. And you're just like, ah! You put some Vaseline on the lens. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, if we had the time, would we continue watching this? I would continue watching it. I think I would continue watching it, too. But that would depend on if the second episode had a flashback. And if it did, I would not continue. <laughs> Deal breaker. <laughs> Deal breaker. I, I'm so sick of it. I bet that season is full of flashbacks. Oh, my God. Because it's part of the storyline. Like, what happened then intertwines with what happens in the present. Okay. What I don't like is when they play the same flashbacks in every episode to, like, emphasize the meaning of certain things. They do that sometimes, and it's annoying because I'm like, I've seen this flashback with the same theme music, like, seven times. I get it. Love is the moment. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I should clarify. If the flashback is longer than 15 minutes, I will not continue (laughs) watching it. Because then they should just dedicate an episode to it. Yes. I don't get... I, I don't get it. I don't know. I guess I'm not their demographic, though. No. No, not at all. Okay. And now, what would you rate it? Out of 10, I would rate it probably a 7. 
I think I'd give it a six. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, the the concept is definitely interesting. Yes, it's unlike anything else we saw on um Vicky. Vicky.com, which is where I watch my Korean dramas. Your number one source for streaming K drama. Oh my god. We're Vicky. not sponsored by Vicky. <laughs> Vicky sponsor us. <laughs> so yeah. Um, most of the Korean dramas that you see are like based around a romance of some sort. This one is very interesting. And in that there is romance, there's always gonna be romance, but that has the sideline of like a serial killer, which I think is interesting. I feel like there is also a lot of medical dramas. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish there was more about like entertainment industry because I feel like they could get away with having a lot of cameos of famous people. Yeah, they could. So budget though. Yeah, I cannot I cannot remember the name of the K drama that I was watching. This was a while ago, but it was about some sort of entertainment industry and jewelry had like a cameo on it. Interesting. Yeah, and I'm like, bitches, what are you doing on this show? You don't need to do that. Everyone <laughs> knows who you are. But I think it was a while ago, so I was like, I know them! <laughs> oh my god, and when we were watching My Princess and they played Hoot, yeah, who had just come out at that time, we were like, oh my god, we know that song! <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah, fine. Okay, I think it's time for the fun part. Eating things! Eating! <laughs> so get ready for some crinkling. Oh, oh there will be crinkles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's first, Emily? Okay, so I got two different types of chips, two different biscuit-chocolate combinations, some rice stuff, and... Rice stuff? Like stuff made of mochi. Okay. And a pastry roll. And to wash it all down, I got us a nice uh, Ion Supply drink called Pokari Sweat. Now, if you like Yawamushi Petal... You would know exactly what Pokari Sweat is because they sponsor the show and everyone drinks it in the show. And I heard it was kind of gross, but I saw it in the Asian supermarket and I was like, we got to try it. We got to see if it's gross or not. This is the thing I'm most worried about. Honestly, me too. Oh my god. That and the taco chips. Yeah, the taco as in... Octopus. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to start off with something a little easy for us. We're going to start off with a new flavor of Pocky that I have not seen yet. Interesting. Yep. Uh, Pocky by Glyco. And it's chocolate banana flavored. And it says it's banana cream covered chocolate biscuit sticks artificially flavored. And on the box, it, it looks like a banana split. With the Pocky sticking out of it. Yeah, with Pocky sticking out. So let's try some of this. The box I got had, seems to have, like, a lot in it. I got a 70-gram box. This was the only size that they had. I'm not sure if it comes in larger sizes. For all your hockey needs. One time I got, like, a whole case of strawberry <laughs> pocky, and there was, like, 300 pocky sticks. It was great. <laughs> if I could actually get this crack open. Can you open it? I'll try. <laughs> More crinkling. <laughs> Good job. I did it. Okay. Ready to take one? Oh, we're not going to do the game? 
<laughs> no, Rachel, we're not gonna we're not gonna do the game. No lesbians, promise. So the stick looks like a pretzel stick, a little more than normal pocky, and the icing is a uh, yellow like a banana. Alright, here we go. It tastes very banana-y, but artificially flavored banana. I don't taste the chocolate. Yeah, where's the chocolate? Oh, that dipped. Maybe the stick is supposed to be chocolate? Yeah, it does. This is not chocolate banana. This definitely does not taste like chocolate banana. It just tastes like banana. It's the, the same kind of artificially banana flavor that, like, runts. It'd be like a banana runt. And Laffy Taffy. Yeah. I mean, it's crunchy, which is nice. It doesn't taste bad. It just doesn't taste banana chocolatey. It's not overwhelming banana. I just don't like particularly the artificial banana flavor. Yeah. And the stick. Like, very, very faint, faint hints of chocolate. I can't even taste it. No. Like, it's, like, barely chocolate tasting. Yeah. So, if you like bananas and Pocky, you should definitely try that. Mm -hmm. Our next one is gonna be um, Choco <laughs> by Latte. And it looks like a coffee cup. Mm -hmm. And it's called Chanco Cup. Choco Chanco Cup. Looks like Stuff filled with stuff. Uh, yeah. There's a mascot giving a thumbs up that says, fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So, latte is like the Hershey's of, um, South Korea. Okay. Just like Meiji is like the Hershey's of, you know, Japan. Okay. And it's a pretty sizable cup. Uh, it's 3.53 ounces. And <laughs> the, the Korean price is on here. It goes for 2001 It looks kind of like the 99 cent, like, Oreo and Chips Ahoy things you can get at, like, Walmart. Yeah, like, like that a... you would put in, in your cup holder, but this is much larger than that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't get anything open. Emily has trouble opening things, part two. <laughs> Emily eats rubber. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> You should have just brought scissors. There you go. <laughs> Rachel succeeds in opening things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's stuff printed on them. Is uh, it different stuff? Yeah, it's different stuff. It's like the mascot that's on it. I have like a, a fish. Looks it's, like looks like a penguin. Yeah. Panda? Perhaps. <laughs> That's chocolatey. Mm -hmm. It's like um, a biscuit with chocolate fill filling inside. Mm -hmm. It's not particularly like oozy or anything. It's kind of like no, it's a, hard chocolate. It's like a chocolate chunk inside of it. Yeah. If you took a deconstructed chocolate chip cookie, oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, it's kind of stale. <laughs> but uh, a bit. yeah, it's not bad. I would say it's like that the panda stuff mm -hmm. that you would always yeah, see yeah. at supermarkets everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Give it a try. It's not bad. Check the expiration date, though. Yeah. Okay. Now What's on next? to some chips. <laughs> so, 
This is Sweet Potato Snack by uh, Nongashim. Okay. I'm uh, nervous about these because I don't really like sweet potatoes that much. Yeah. They look like they have sesame seeds on them and on the packaging. The packaging is really cute. It has like a sweet potato eating these things smiling. A sweet potato cannibalizing smaller sweet potatoes. Adorable. Comforting. Just, just like Pop-Tarts. Yes. She opened it. Yay! <laughs> I'm getting dirty looks. They kind of look like ridged french fries or packing peanuts. They look like shrimp chips. Yeah. Oh, I like them. Delicious. Well, that's really good. Yeah, the sweet potato flavor is not overwhelming. No. It tastes like there's lots of honey. Yeah. The, the, the sesame seeds are good. They're black sesame seeds. Oh, I'm mm. going to buy more. They're really good. It's like, let's pause this while we eat the entire bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you ever see any Nongashim brand snack stuff, definitely try it. They had normal potato flavor and sweet potato. I'm up for the sweet. Yeah, that's it. That was really good. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Let's try Daifuku. So Daifuku is a mochi like cake. It's a rice cake. Um, you can get mochi filled with ice cream. This is Daifuku filled with red bean. Mm. Classic. Um, I cannot read the company name because it's completely in kanji. Sorry. My kanji skills are very, very simple. <laughs> uh, but the ingredients include water, sugar, rice flour, bean, potato starch, tapioca starch, and some other stuff that basically all means sugar. Nice. Yeah. And it is 300 calories, but hopefully, you know, it will fill you up. There are 4 grams of protein, but uh, 70 grams of carbs. <laughs> yeah. So we're not going to eat this whole thing? No. No, and it, it looks kind of very squishy. It's very squishy. It has flour on the outside of it. And it, it's pink. They had some that had sesame seeds on it, and I thought that one might be a little messy. Mm. Alright. Okay, I'm gonna bite it and then hand it to you. <laughs> so we don't get the flour everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, it's very squishy to the touch. Definitely. Looks kind of like skin. <laughs> Thanks for ruining it! <laughs> Looks like a lot of mochi outside. Yeah. And kind of like it's, that it's hard nice, inside. It's a nice texture. I like nice, like, chewy stuff. The red bean has a nice, miner like, earthy, minerally taste. It's not very overpowering. It definitely tastes like red bean. I mean, there's no surprise there. Mm -mm. 
The flower on the outside is always weird. Yeah. For me, because it kind of like slides over like your mouth or whatever really easily, which is good, so it's not sticking to your mouth. Yeah. But it's a weird sensation before you bite into like chewy gummy material. Yeah, I like that the mochi is nice and soft, though. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was hard, I don't know if I'd be so willing to eat it. Mm-hmm. I did get something like that from our friend Devin once in, like, little things. It was filled with chocolate, though. Little pellets. Yeah. In my experience, most of the stuff that looks like chocolate isn't chocolate. It's red bean. <laughs> I mean, I like red beans, so it's not yeah. really that disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do like red bean, though I don't really like red bean ice cream. Hmm. It's like, oh, because red bean isn't really so sweet, but when you add it to ice cream, they add a bunch of sugar, and then it just makes, it, like, changes the flavor profile. <laughs> you sound like such a foodie. <laughs> cream frige. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to try this photon rice candy. With free children's sticker inside. Uh, <laughs> I just saw this. It was cheap, so I picked it up. It looks like it came out of the 90s. Yeah, it does. The packaging is, is a little weird. We're going to post a photo of all the snacks uh, a little bit probably before this airs. So you'll know what it looks like. Yeah. Let me... Ugh. Hard to open. Tough plastic packaging. Kind of like a cassette tape. I need stuff that can be opened by a baby. <laughs> okay. So, it looks like it is gummies, but maybe like hard, hard candy? Like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Oh, and, like and the sticker is a samurai in the clouds. That's cute. That is cute. Yeah, and it was printed in Japan. Uh-oh. So it's got, like, wax paper around it. No, I think you can eat that. I am not going to eat paper. <laughs> well, I remember reading something about you can eat it, but let's not eat the paper. Oh, God. Yeah, there, it, it's like a watermelon color. This paper's really hard to give off. Wah! I know. I sound like a baby. Yeah, it is hard. Jesus. <laughs> like, kind of want to eat it. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe it, or is it like that? I don't. I don't know. I've never even like heard or seen of this thing before. I put it in my mouth. Is it bad? <laughs> Your face says it's bad. I think you can eat the paper. You can? Okay. <laughs> it's like... Oh my god. Orange medicine tasting. That does definitely taste like citrus. It's very strong. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's like eating an air freshener. It's like eating orange powder. This like is, orange flavoring powder. This is very chewy. It's sticking to my gums. And teeth. Oh my god. It was chewy as hell. I'm sure we sound lovely right now. Yeah, this, defi- <laughs> this definitely is like a Laffy Taffy. Sound like cows chewing cud. Um. Ugh. It's 
swallow it. It's that fun. So you can eat the rice paper. <laughs> you can. It just tastes heavily of orange. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, weird chips. Octopus chips. By the same company that did the sweet potato snack, Nongashim, we have taco chips. And taco as in Japanese for octopus. And it's seafood flavor. And they're in the shape of little fishies. And they're chips. Uh, has a whole bunch of ingredients listed in four different languages. <laughs> yeah. It has English, French... German, and I cannot decipher the last one. I think it might be Spanish or Portuguese. Hmm. One of the two. So, I'm a little apprehensive to try these because I hate seafood flavor. You gotta get that orange taste out of your mouth first. Oh my god. Oh, That, that is a... That smells like a fish anus. <laughs> that is a very strong scent. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. And and they're like actually it's like a corn puff. It's yeah, it's like a corn puff and the, the fish are like look like little spoons cuz they're indented. So you could potentially scoop Soup, dip. dip. <laughs> yeah, okay, ready? Uh-huh. Go. Hmm. Okay, it's not that bad. Mm. They taste like Okay, now it's getting bad. Oh god. I don't like that aftertaste. I don't want it anymore. Here you go. It tastes like, like cheesy shrimp chips. Yeah, it definitely tastes like shrimp. At first, it didn't, and then it, after it's in your mouth, it like dissolves into a shrimp flavor. And I absolutely hate shrimp. I like it. <laughs> Do not breathe on me after you eat those. <laughs> so you can have those. Uh, I was kind of, ex I was hoping it would be more like octopus flavor, but I guess. Seafood flavor is shrimp. Initially, it tastes like seafood dip that you can buy at Publix. Oh, gross. And then it fades into that shrimp chip flavor. Yeah. And then you're kind of left with, like, a tuna fishy aftertaste. <laughs> like yeah. hand tuna fish. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> and now it is our last uh, food item. It is a green tea pastry roll by D+. And it is natural yeast bread. And it, it comes in a clear plastic plastic package, and it's a bread roll that looks green. Yep. And it says on it, a soft and pleasantly sweet bread, each baked with the natural goodness of brown rice yeast. So we're going to try it. I've actually had this before. I've never had one. Ooh. I'll wait to see your reaction. When you open the bag, it, it smells very yeasty, like a yeast roll. Yes. Which is not unpleasant, unlike shrimp. Okay. It, it smells sweet. That's pretty good. Yep. So basically, it's just like a very lightly flavored yeast roll. Yep. It's, it's matcha flavored. I like it. It's pretty good. No filling or anything. It's just a big carb puff. <laughs> Healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's not too sweet. Though, I think I would like it even more if it was lighter flavored. Or even like a lighter... This is pretty big. Maybe like a... 
lighter bread, maybe smaller. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to go filled with stuff, because I'm a filled with stuff kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cannot imagine the preservatives that are in that to keep it like that. Though. I have no idea. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to know either. Okay. And last but not least, Picari Sweat Ion Supply Drink. Who makes it? It, it looks like it's carbonated. The writing is all in kanji, so I do not know much about it. <laughs> Hopefully this doesn't explode all over my bed. Oh, it's not kanji. It's actually in Hangul. Yeah, so I guess we got a Korean version of Pokari Sweat. I wonder if it differs anyway. You know, like how Coke differs from country to country? That's true. It could be form formulated for South Korean palates instead of Japanese palates. So, we're going to try the Korean version of Pokari Sweat. Oh, God. Okay. No explosions. Little wisp of smoke. I mean, it smells like Gatorade. Yeah, it kind of smells like carbonated Gatorade. Okay. Here it goes. It tastes like fruit punch. It does? Yeah. This isn't salty at all, like I was told. It's, it's weird. It definitely tastes like, yes, fruit punch, but like sports drink fruit punch. Like, it's mm -hmm. not very sweet. You can definitely tell that there's... It's full of electrolytes, I can tell. Yeah, it's it like, like Gatorade. It's got the, like, slimy, almost, yeah. like, consistency that lets you know that it's a sports drink. Yeah. So. For all your gay sports anime. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it. It It is not what I was expecting. I was told salty. Yeah, this is definitely not super salty. It's just... And it's sports drinky. And as far as I could tell, this wasn't a flavored, uh, like, a fruit punch flavored Pocari Sweat. Yeah. There were, this was the only type they had. Uh, it, it's the normal label. It doesn't say anything about it being flavored. So yeah. Maybe it's just the Korean version? I don't know. If we can find a Japanese version, we'll review it too. Yep. Just any excuse for us to eat. <laughs> I haven't eaten dinner yet, so oh my gosh. after this I'm going to finish the snacks. Nice. <laughs> But, yeah, that was our podcast. Did you like it? Did you enjoy listening to, to us eat? And crinklies? Yes, <laughs> lots of crinklies. If you did, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can send us an email and tell us about it. Or if you hate us, send us a message, too. We love responding to hate mail. Love it. Soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Tumblr. And we will see you guys soon. See ya.